Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Board Guy Rambles Into Phone. This this week's episode brought to you by It's My Birthday on Thursday, and I'm going to be fucking old. So, yay. 33. Where is the time gone? Anyways, uh, so, uh, this will be Money in the Bank predictions, and uh, maybe we'll talk about NXT coming up on Wednesday, and after that, I don't know. Uh, I don't really feel like talking about SmackDown or Raw that much. It really doesn't matter. I mean, there's still one episode of SmackDown left this Friday, uh, coming up before uh, Money in the Bank is over. But I'm not I'm not waiting until Friday or Saturday to do predictions because I just that's a waste of my time. I this <laughs> I record now, so uh, there are probably a couple of other matches that aren't confirmed yet that will probably happen. Uh, somewhere between one and three, um, that I can think of right now that aren't, uh, listed on the match listing, but I would not be surprised if any of these matches happened. So we're going to talk about potential matches before we talk about the ones that are definitely happening. Um, I'm going to guess that Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus is going to happen, considering they've been building all these Jeff Hardy uh, videos on SmackDown for the past four weeks, I want to say. And at least the past two, Sheamus has been around before and after this and staring at Michael Cole like Sheamus suddenly became Heidenreich or something. I don't know. Uh, so he said he was, Sheamus said he was going to be uh, around when Jeff shows up on Friday. So presumably that will lead to a match. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. But why would it not? Uh, Jeff will win. I mean, you would think that they would just build up. They would build up Sheamus, considering he's supposed to be a dominant heel. I would assume, but I don't know. <sighs> They've been building four videos of Jeff Hardy coming coming back now. You, Jeff's Jeff's winning his first match back. Well, second match. He had that one match. But he actually returned, and now we're having all these videos. Whatever. Uh, Viking Raiders beat Street Profits tonight in a non-title match, so they'll probably have a rematch on the show uh, for the belts this time, and Street Profits will win. Just they're just build. They're just making a whole big deal that Street Profits can't beat them. So obviously they're doing it so the Street Profits can beat them. No, no big, no surprise there. Nothing really else to talk about. Um, I didn't. Bianca wasn't on today. That was disappointing. I actually got to. I actually saw the Street Profits today for the first time in three weeks. I think so. Uh, the first time since uh, post WrestleMania, actually. So that might even be four weeks. I don't even know. Who knows what day it is anymore? Really. Uh, it doesn't even matter if they have advertisements that say must be Monday. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen Bianca since the first day that she was there, and it's disappointed me. Because uh, I, I, I leave at 9 o'clock, and the time she's been on has been after 9 o'clock, and I don't 
bother going back and watching. So, there's that. And uh, we might get Sonya versus Mandy. We might not. Uh, obviously, Carmella won the last Money in the Bank qualifier because Sonya distracted Mandy, as we all knew would happen. I don't know. I would have to assume Sonya would win the at least the first time. Like they they're making this a big deal. They can't just have Mandy win and that's it. They've only had a few actual shows where they've had a actual interaction with each other. I think didn't they have like one episode where she had the whole thing and then the SmackDown after nothing, and then last week happened. I think that's what, think what it was. Anyways, uh, yeah, I wasn't really paying too much attention to the promo on Friday. I think I was doing other things at the same time. I knew, I knew that was going to happen. It's not like that was surprising to anyone. I, I want to give Sony a chance. I just, I did not care for that original promo, so, yeah, uh, yeah, so those are the matches that will possibly happen, or probably, uh, so let's get into the actual matches that we know for sure are happening, um, so, uh, we have a fatal four-way tag team match for the SmackDown tag team titles. We got the New Day defending against Miz and Morrison, defending against Lucha House Party, and defending against who? Guys, um, they they say this a this is a fatal four-way, but I don't see any other team here. Is New Day, Miz and Morrison, Lucha House Party, and... Well, there's some text here, but... Saying somebody, but... Nobody knows who the fuck these people are. Nobody watches these people. They changed it. Like, I've never seen these guys on television. Not once. It's almost... What the fuck are these guys? Do you know who these Forgotten Sons people are? Because... Nobody watches them. They forget them every time. They change the channel anytime they show up, no matter who they're facing. Who the fuck are these guys, guys? Seriously, I, I need to know. It, I don't know. So, it, it's New Name Miz and Morrison, Lucha House Party, and some random team no, nobody's ever heard of before. But I'm pretty sure these guys are Trump supporters, so nobody pays attention to them. Nobody likes them. They're all trash, as all Trump supporters are. Anyways, um, yeah, so a fatal four-way with three teams. Uh, I, it's really weird how we got to a fatal four-way after we just had a tri like two triple threat matches of one person's like obviously Jimmy Uso is hurt so that's sad uh but that doesn't mean we add two teams well I guess we only added one team there isn't a th there isn't a fourth team but it it says there's another one 
There just isn't. So, I'm going to assume New Day is going to retain. Otherwise, what was the point of them winning? I don't know. So, if New Day doesn't retain, Miz and Morrison aren't winning the titles back. They'll probably pin the Miz. That's probably what will happen. Because they're, they're really fast-tracking Miz and Morrison breaking up, so... That's probably what will happen. Unless it becomes, like, an elimination match or something. Which, who knows? It could. Um, we're going to get to the Money in the Bank matches at last. Even though they are not the world title matches. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins for the WWE title. Drew McIntyre is going to retain. That's... I really have nothing to say about this. I mean, Drew's not going to lose on the first go. So, yeah. there's that, That's all there is to say about that. Uh, almost the same thing kind of goes with uh, Braun Strowman defending the Universal title against Bray Wyatt. Um, outside of the Funhouse stuff, this... I mean, it's Braun Strowman. I don't care. Uh... Bray Wyatt doing Funhouse stuff is always fun, but the uh, leaves a lot to be desired when your opponent is Braun Strowman. Um, it's not The Fiend, it seems. It seems like it's Bray, which I guess is the only way they could really book this match. Because if it's Braun Strowman against The Fiend right now, it would be a lose-lose situation. You can't have Braun have just won the title at WrestleMania and then lose the belt immediately. That wouldn't make any sense. But then that would mean he would beat The Fiend, which also wouldn't make any sense. So, basically he has to beat Bray Wyatt himself and not uh, The Fiend. So, that's that's what's going to happen. Braun Strowman's going to beat Bray Wyatt and then they're going to have another match where uh, Bray's The Fiend. And then, well... We'll get to that when it, when it happens, I guess. He'll, the Fiend will probably win that, but... Uh, Braun has to beat Bray, otherwise it doesn't make any sense for why he won, and The Fiend can't beat Braun now, because then it would make it, The Fiend losing to Goldberg look even dumber than it already was, considering what happened at WrestleMania. I mean... If if Roman had won the title from Goldberg, that would be a different story. But considering uh, Goldberg beat the Fiend and then lost to Braun, who would and then if Braun just lost immediately to the Fiend, that makes that look even dumber than it already was. At least if Goldberg had lost to Roman, had Ro Roman been able to compete, unfortunately that was not the case. That would have at least that would have made sense. Uh, Unfortunately, that's not where we are. So, uh, we're kind of we're kind of stuck with the pointless Braun versus Bray match for reasons. Um, Bailey's defending against Tamina. Bailey's gonna win. Tamina's not Tamina's not winning the title. Tamina's not getting a participation trophy. Sorry, <laughs> just for existing. Uh, Right now, all this is is they're just extending 
Bailey's title reign until whenever they decide to do Bailey versus Sasha, because clearly that's happening, because that's extended past WrestleMania. There have been at least two instances, two or three instances of them having some kind of tension, if not more. Uh, I think there was one week where it just kind of got passed over. Um, yeah, I mean, Tamina's losing. After that, I have no idea what happens. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, maybe Dana Brooke. After that, what? Uh, they got nothing else on SmackDown. So, they're going to have to pull the trigger here soon. I don't think... I mean, they could do it on this pay-per-view. But... I don't know. Uh, it's a matter of time. It's just a matter of when. I mean, you would have to assume they're going to do that at SummerSlam. Which is still three months away. So... That being said, they have, like, two or three pay-per-views they're going to have to figure out what to do while Bailey just has the belt and beating a bunch of random people now. There's no point of... This literally is filler. Uh, the message guy on Twitter is whoever is the hacker guy. Uh, he posted on Twitter the other day something alluding to the fact that there's something going to happen at Money in the Bank. I don't know what it's going to be, but he typed in the date of Money in the Bank on his phone. So something's going to go on with that at Money in the Bank. We don't know what it'll be. Uh, the last message posted like a bunch of tag teams on SmackDown uh, that allude to they have some uh, drama that they're hiding from each other. Some of them are keeping their friends close, and the, but their enemies closer, and they basically showed The Miz and Morrison. They showed Sasha and Bailey. Uh, I think they showed New Day. Might have shown The Usos. Basically showed all of them. Uh, it could be related, related to that. Who knows? We'll just have to see. Uh, that being said, the Money in the Bank ladder matches. Uh, by now, we already know it's going to be, uh, all, they're all going to be running through WWE corporate headquarters. The ring is on the roof, the, and the, the briefcases are hanging above the ring, so the actual ladder match will be on the roof. Uh, these were already pre-taped several weeks ago. Uh, well, I shouldn't say these, because it's one match. Both of these matches are going to be happening at the same time. By the way, before I even get into the rest of this, I assume this is the only thing that's happening at corporate headquarters. I assume the rest of it is still happening at the Performance Center. I can't. I don't think the other matches are happening on the roof of WWE headquarters, and they all did this already or something. I don't know. Uh, it would be mildly interesting if the whole show was there, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, the women's one is Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Carmella, men's is Danny Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, King Corbin, Otis, and AJ Styles back from the dead. 
So it's two matches in one. You might see some of them like teaming up and like some random mixed tag team match shit happens. I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to see how this goes. If it's car crash, not, who knows? I'm interested in it. Uh, that being said, they didn't do a very good job picking the people who should be in these matches, especially the women's match. Uh, the men's match, is a, they did a little better job, but I'm still disappointed with some of it. Uh, uh, the men's, okay, Daniel Bryan's in it, okay. Rey Mysterio should not have beaten Murphy. Murphy should be in this. Uh, Aleister Black, okay. King Corbin, okay. Otis, sure, I guess. But I'd rather have seen John Morrison in this. Especially since, you know, uh, John Morrison and parkour and running all throughout a building. Come on. Uh, I'm really dis- uh, I'm really disappointed with the last pick for... Raw that AJ Styles showed up and won this gauntlet match. Like, it was going to be Apollo Crews, which didn't really make any sense to begin with. Then he had the match with Andrade last week, and he suffered a pretend injury. And so, instead of just replacing Apollo with Andrade, which made all the sense in the world, because, you know, Andrade was the one in the match with Apollo when Apollo got hurt, and they were fight like they were feuding at least during that show. Andrade should be the person in here, especially so I can root for someone in this match. Besides just a couple of people, I'd have more people to root for. But Andrade's not even in this goddamn gauntlet match. He didn't even have a shot. I don't understand. You like you fuck that up amazingly. Like how did you come up with that idea? Like when. After AJ won and started uh, slamming uh, Umberto's leg into the ring post, the ref should have reversed his decision and then had Umberto actually win, and then Andrade should have picked the bones and won. That's what should have happened there. But now, no, Andrade is left uh, left hanging again, and he he should have been in this match to begin with. But no, now he's not. He's not in this match. He's not even defending his title on the show. He's not on the show whatsoever. So, congratulations. You fucked up. The women's, when I kind of explained last week, it doesn't really make any sense. Half of these people that are in here... Uh, Asuka is great, as we know, but she just had a month-long, months-long feud with Becky. So, there's kind of no point. Uh... Shayna doesn't shouldn't really need the briefcase. She should just be able to get another match. Outside of the fact that she, I mean, she lost, but still, come on. Uh, Nia Jax, shoot me. Uh, Dana Brooke is somehow the only person in this match that it makes sense to actually give the briefcase to, considering it's supposed to be to build someone, kind of, I mean, it's not, it's, they meet, that's their intention, I've written a blog post where you can see that's not really the case, it might have been in the very beginning, but not, 
it's not so much for that anymore as it is sometimes for that, but also most of the time it's to create one like moment on a show where they pop a rating. And then after, after that happens, then they don't know what the fuck to do anymore. And very rarely does the person who actually like cashes in like Brock had it for a month. Okay. Ba- Bailey is a different story. Bailey has had it basically since last year's Money in the Bank. Sands a week. Sands five days, actually. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's basically been champion a year minus five days. I think Money in the Bank might have been a little later last May. It might have been like the 18th. Maybe it was the 25th of 2019. I'm not sure. I'm not bothering to look it up, but, uh, yeah, uh, she won it, money in the bank and then cash in the same night, which half the time now they're, they're, they're winning the briefcase and then cashing in the same night. It's been a long time since we've seen someone hold a briefcase and keep it like the last two female winners cashed in on the same night. Uh, Bailey did last year, uh, cause they had to get out of. Becky having both belts without Charlotte getting one of them and keeping it because that would have been a huge problem. We already know that. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and then Alexa did it the year before and caused everyone who had to watch that live vast emotional damage. Seriously, the worst thing I've ever seen live. Alexa Bliss winning Money in the Bank and then the title on the same night. Terrible. Never should have happened. We already know that. Anyways, uh, and also that better not have been the number one on the top ten Money in the Bank uh, things that they were doing tonight. I don't. It probably wasn't. But if it was, you can shoot me now. And then I will come back to life and I will haunt you forever. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah. So... Like I said, we got to that from Dana Brooke. Anyways, uh, yeah, she's uh, the only one here who's kind of been around for a while, maybe, that hasn't had a shot at anything besides that one time she got murdered by Ronda Rousey, I guess. I think that happened last year sometime. Doesn't matter. Um, But she's not ready for that. So even in a year's time, she won't be your, she won't be ready to be the champion. And in a year's time, who like, obviously she wouldn't have to win the title right now, but she would have to be ready by the time that she does. And given what we know about people who have money in the bank and have it for a long time, they lose a lot. They lose a lot before they actually cash in, and then. That's what happens. Like, they don't build the winner up. The only ter- the only person they built up on their way to winning m- the title from Money in the Bank that I can that I can even think of is Edge the first time. Maybe RVD, RVD cash in pretty quickly. Uh, he had the one match with uh, Shelton for the IC title the next month, I think, and I don't remember how that went to be honest. Uh. 
But so you're going to have Dana continue win money in the bank, but then continue to lose over and over for months until when? Who's she going to cash in on? She's not going to cash in on Bailey because Bailey is going to lose to Sasha. We already know that. Uh, she's not going to cash in on Sasha because Sasha's going to have a real title reign. Uh, because they, they're not going to do that again. So that if we assume that Bailey is going to keep the belt until SummerSlam, that's until August. And then Sasha's going to win in SummerSlam. So then Sasha's going to have it for how long? At least until, I don't know, Rumble probably. Maybe longer. I don't know. So that's January. So you're saying that Dana is going to lose until at least January, and I don't know. She's probably not going to beat it. Beat. She's not going to beat Sasha for it. So any Dana would literally be holding onto this thing for a year. It. She would like cat. Would she? She'd cash in the, the first SmackDown after. Uh, after WrestleMania or something, that's what would happen. Unless she went, unless she could go to the other show, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm putting too much thought on this because the person who's going to win is going to be from Raw. This doesn't even matter. I just, I had to go on to, to talk about it just in case it were to happen. It's not going to happen because the person from Raw is going to win. That's almost 100% positive. Especially since they said that on Raw, uh, in a commercial for next week's Raw, that Becky will be uh, confronting the Money in the Bank winner. Well, if the person who won Money in the Bank is from SmackDown, I don't think she's going to be now, is she? Obviously, Becky, the person who wins is going to be from Raw. So, it also, so I don't even need to say anything about Lacey Evans and Carmella, except for that neither of them should be in this match. Because Lacey Evans is crap, and Carmella isn't really better. Naomi got screwed. She should be in this match. Definitely. Hello. We're, you have, uh, Bianca Belair should be in this match, too. You have two very, like, incredible athletes right there. Uh, and your match is running around a 10-story building... To go climb a ladder on top of the roof to grab to grab the briefcase, and you're telling me that you're not putting in Bianca, whose whole thing outside of her character is the fact that she's the strongest, she's the fastest, everything, EST, everyone, like, come on, you can't tell me that that doesn't make like perfect sense for this kind of match. And Naomi is a great athlete too, so you're telling me you're not putting either of those two in this match. Not even one. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Carmella, no. Uh, obviously, Sasha should have been in this match if you wanted me to actually root for somebody. Uh, or any of those two other ones but that I just mentioned, but... I have to default root for Asuka, even though she had a month, three-month-long feud with Becky to begin with. But the only two people who might actually win, Shayna, doesn't need it. But I have to root for her, because the other option is Nia freaking Jax. So you're telling me, like... No. You're to... 
if Nia Jax is the person who beats Becky for the title after all of this, man, all you have to do is have her lose the title to the right person. I don't mind if she loses the title at this point. She's had it for uh, 13 months. She, I'm fine with her losing the title. Not to Nia freaking Jax. Read the room. It's not a good story. Nia didn't start anything. Nia didn't make Becky Lynch at all just because she punched Becky in the face stiffly and broke Becky's nose because she fucked up. You're you're rewarding her for fucking up. Uh, granted, you reward a bunch of people for fucking up anyway, but you, you sh we shouldn't be rewarding anyone for fucking up. Like, she legitimately broke Becky's nose, made you change an entire match that was going to happen on your pay-per-view to something that you wanted to do at WrestleMania, but then... Like, you really, really, really wanted to do just Charlotte versus Ronda at WrestleMania. You really wanted to do that, but because Nia Jax broke someone's nose because she can't uh, uh, do a worked punch properly, we got what we want, which is weird, because you should just be giving us what we want to begin with. And then you had to do the match that you wanted at Survivor Series, which was crap because, I mean, what was it going to be at Charlotte versus Ronda? But now you're rewarding, you're going to reward Nia Jax for doing that and then coming back from this injury, which, again, let's stop rewarding people for their body healing itself because everyone's body... Uh, most everyone's body does that naturally. We're not. Let's stop giving tr participation awards to people just because they came back from an injury. That's literally all that's gonna be. All this is going to be. And then we're gonna get how many? How many months of bad matches and promos are we gonna ha have to live uh, live through until it's over? Until you realize you fucked up. Because that's what's going to happen. Like, you, you have to be really happy there's no fans there right now. Because the amount of backlash you would get from doing this, you need to learn. And you haven't yet. Push the people the fans like. But you're never going to. So... We're going to be stuck with Nia Jax winning this goddamn match. And, I don't know, within two weeks she could be champion. Who knows? Probably just at the next pay-per-view. You know what's going to happen. Then, I don't know, maybe a few months... And then, I don't know, two months later, Becky wins it back from her. And what would the point have been? Instead of doing that, you would have had Bianca in this match. Bianca could have won. Becky could lose the title to Bianca at SummerSlam. That would make perfect sense. That would be great. Someone's not an attraction. It's not... A, you're, what you think is an attraction in Nia Jax is not an attraction. Like, you... 
You're basically saying the Big Show was not not an attraction just because he was fi- uh, a 500 pound giant. That doesn't mean he. You think he's an attraction? He didn't have. He had like how many good matches did he have? I can't even think of many. And if they were, it's probably multi-person matches that he just happened to be a part of. I'm not here to watch some small guy beat some big guy, or in this case, a, a, small, a smaller woman beat the bigger woman just because. Like, that doesn't interest me. I do not care about your stupid David versus Goliath stories. I've seen it so many times, and I'm tired of it. That's not a draw. And I do not need to see that. It's a waste of time. But that's probably what's going to happen. So let's just hope that Shane or Oscar win, guys. Uh, as for the winner of the guys match, I don't even know. Uh, I honestly, I wouldn't be since the 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 female uh winner will be from Raw. The winner from Smack, the winner for the men's is going to be on SmackDown. I would have to assume. Uh, Otis isn't winning. Sorry, Otis, you're great, but. You're not winning. Uh, I don't think Daniel Bryan's going to win. So I'm pretty positive. If I had a... It's up in the air. Like, this isn't definitive. Like, the women's one is pretty definitive. That Nia Jax is probably going to win. There's a small percentage that Shayna might. Asuka probably not. Like, I can't imagine that they would give it to Asuka, even though she would technically still be the best choice. Uh, So, I could see AJ Styles win, especially since he just came back. I could see that happen. Uh, I could see Daniel Bryan win. I don't think he will. If I had to pick, I'm probably going to pick King Corbin. If I'm being perfectly honest here. Uh, personally, out of these six, I would probably pick Aleister Black. But I don't see it. Uh, and Andrade should have been in here, and I should have been picking him. That being said, right now, gun to head, I would pick King Corbin. Uh, because they're still pushing him. Obviously, he's still king in the ring. Uh I know he won it a few years ago, and then they botched that one up, 2017. If I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Corbin won this time. Now, imagine the reaction you would get from fans if there were fans there, if Corbin and Nia were the winners. Imagine it. Just imagine how happy people are going to be on the internet. I don't know. the balls this company would have to do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
those that's money in the bank for you. Uh, obviously, I'll be reviewing that on Monday. I don't know. I might consider trying to do live reactions to it like I've been considering doing that for other things. We'll see. Uh, that being said, uh, NXT is a pretty big show on Wednesday as well. Uh, we got three pretty big matches. Well, two pretty big matches and one other match. It's kind of, I guess it's not big, but it's announced and uh, one debut. And I don't know if we'll see anything else related to the Cruiserweight Tournament. Uh, well, I mean, the first, the, the lesser match is obviously uh, Gargano versus Dijakovic is happening. Gargano's going to win that. Whatever. Uh, Gargano and Candice are pissed off about whatever. Whatever they happen to be pissed off about. Whatever that whole promo where they were eating dinner thing was, I don't even know. Carrion uh, Cross and Scarlet Bardot, I assume she's keeping her name. Uh, he obviously can't be called Killer. Uh, not in WWE. But uh, they're debuting. So that should be cool. The White Rabbit in NXT. From well, the White Rabbit from Lucha Underground, so that should be interesting. I assume there might end up being some Tommaso Ciampa involvement in that, unless Ciampa is like dead. I don't know. Uh, the matches: uh, Charlotte defending against Io Shirai. Charlotte apparently, apparently Charlotte forgot she's on NXT again, and she was on Raw again today. She was doing so well for a couple weeks, but no, she was. She apparently beat Liv Morgan today. Well, I assume she did. It was on in the final hour. Um, Yeah, again, she can't seem to remember what television show she's on, so, you know, uh, good job there. Uh, I don't really know what to say about this. I'm not expecting Io to win. I don't, like, Io was a heel. Is she a face now? Charlotte's a heel, but... Eo didn't turn face, so I don't I don't know. I mean, she's the de facto face because that's who people are going to root for. But uh, I don't know. I like you completely killed the NXT Women's Division by putting the belt on Charlotte. That's pretty obvious. Uh, and now you're killing its ratings because every time Charlotte shows up, the NXT ratings go down. And yet you continue to think she's a draw, but she doesn't sell a thing. She doesn't sell moves, she doesn't sell merchandise, and she doesn't get people to watch watch the show. So, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Like, at this point, she is in, in every way a negative part of your show, and yet you continue to push her like she's a wrestling god. We don't say these things because they're wrong. We say these things because we're trying to get you to realize that what you're selling is not working. Nobody, like, 
there there are people who like her, but they clearly don't like her enough to make to make an impact on the actual ratings of your show. They don't buy her buy her merchandise. Obviously, I mean she has plenty of apologists. There's many. I've unfollowed quite a few YouTube uh, video makers that I used to watch for years because they just kept going on and on about it, about how she's the best because WWE pushes her that way. She's not actually the best. In fact, there's many people who are better, like Io Shirai. But when this match isn't great, how many people are going to blame Io instead of Charlotte? I'm going to bet 97% of WWE fans. Now, people are wrestling fans. That's a different story. But if you're only a fan of WWE and this match is bad, they're going to blame EO when it is Charlotte's fault. If this match is bad. I don't know how much EO is going to be able to make this good. Is what I'm trying to say. Because the only Charlotte matches that are good is when the opponent carries her to that kind of a match. And Io is one of the best wrestlers in the world, so hopefully it'll work out. But I don't, I don't have high hopes. But you, like, I don't, I'm, I'm very positive that Io is not going to win. But for the sake of your show... You need to get the belt off of the the proven anti-draw now. Uh, I mean, to be fair, the let uh, this is not on Money in the Bank, but last year's Money in the Bank, Charlotte lost the belt and then immediately disappeared for several months. So it would be a convenient time for that to happen again, uh, for her to lose the belt and then disappear. But no, Charlotte's gonna win. We're going to continue to not know what the fuck's going on with the NXT women's division because Bianca is on Raw now. Shayna is on Raw now. Rhea is uh, not around right now because of visa issues. God knows when she'll be back. Uh, Dakota Kai is a heel. She's certainly not going to throw it. Mia just lost to Charlotte. That's not going to happen again. Or that match not going to happen. Again, especially since Charlotte completely no sold me as finisher. Good job. Uh, make your opponent look like a threat. Fuck. Anyways, uh, who else is there? She's Tegan Knox certainly not going to do it. She can't even. She can't beat Dakota Kai. Uh, Shotzi? Doubt it. Like, the only per So, we're literally going to sit around with Charlotte as the champion until Rhea can come back, whenever that is, and then Rhea's going to win the title back. Which will make the whole thing even dumber that Charlotte won it to begin with, because if you're going to have Charlotte beat the person, there's no point of the person then coming back and winning it from her to afterwards, after months. Just have the person beat Charlotte the first time. It's not that complicated. 
We don't need this pointless uh, title reign just to just to have that happen. You're hurting your product in the process here. Just have Rhea have won and then move on from there. If Rhea wasn't going to win, and then Bianca should have been the one to beat Charlotte for it. That was the only other logical out. Either Rhea wins or Rhea loses, loses and then Bianca beats Charlotte. But now you can't do either of them. P.S. Bianca's on Raw. I don't understand. Like, this should have been simple writing. You either just have Rhea win, or now we're here because uh, of the horrible way they handled Charlotte, and, uh, or the horrible way they handled Bianca in the middle of this, in the middle of the Charlotte and Rhea, all you did was make Bianca look bad, and then completely remove her from the situation so she can't even uh, come back and win afterwards. I just want them to, like, learn from their mistakes, but they just keep making the same ones. And then we have Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream for the NXT title. I don't know what's going on with the whole Velveteen Dream thing. I'm not even going to touch on it. I'm just going to assume Adam Cole retains. And then... I don't know. We're going to see what happens from there. I don't, I don't want to spend time talking about it. So, I'm going to assume Adam Cole retains, which is sad because up until two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, fuck, who knows how many, how many weeks ago this happened now. I think it was just two weeks ago. I was really hoping for Dream to win the title. Now who the fuck knows. I mean, if the reports are true, obviously I don't want him to. So assuming that's true, obviously I don't want him to. And that's all we're going to say about that. So, yeah, that's a lot of a lot of things happening on NXT on Wednesday. Hopefully they make the right decisions. They definitely won't make one of them. Uh, yeah. So, I think that's going to be the end of this episode. Uh, I guess maybe, well... Might as well talk about the, uh, might as well review NXT in the same thing as the Money in the Bank review. Why not? I already talked about it now, so we'll touch on it briefly. Because I, I haven't really been talking about NXT on here at all for a while, so, uh, yeah. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see, see you next week.